0: Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, October 28th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Missouri Governor Mike Parson moved into the office in 2018 after the resignation of Eric Greitens. Now, Parson wants a full four-year term.
1: I don't need any more titles. I don't need, the money's not why I do what I do every day. I really want to make this state better for the people that live here.
0: St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll speaks to Missouri's governor about why he believes that he's a better choice in this election than Democratic opponent state auditor Nicole Galloway. That's in just a few minutes. Many St. Louis schools are still figuring out how to bring their youngest students back to the classroom. The oldest students at Jennings High School have already returned with some success and some challenges. St. Louis Public Radio's Becca Clark Calendar reports.
2: Keeping schools safe and functioning during a pandemic is no easy task. But for Art McCoy, superintendent of Jennings School District, it's worth the effort. He says his employees are incredible for making education happen during this pandemic. But in an appearance on St. Louis on the Air, he also admitted they're fatigued.
1: Teachers and staff feel April tired in August. They feel Mm -hmm. as tired as they normally were and would have been in April of the school year in August, the Mm. first month of school. And and that is a heavy weight.
2: McCoy says the district has brought on two therapists for staff to navigate through what he called their own trauma as they help others. I'm Becca Clark Callender, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: The state of Illinois has put high school basketball and other sports on hold due to a resurgence in COVID-19. Sean Crawford reports. New health guidance places basketball, as well
1: as hockey and wrestling, in a high-risk category due to being played indoors and participants breathing heavily and in close contact with each other. The Illinois Department of Public Health Director Engazi Azike says she understands some will be upset.
0: But based on what we know now, there is not a sure-fire, safe way to safely engage in some of these sports.
1: Unlike football, which has been tentatively shifted from the fall to next spring, no plan has been announced for when or if the winter sports will be able to take place. The Illinois High School Association, which oversees high school sports, says it
0: was surprised by the decision. I'm Sean Crawford. St. Louis area election officials have opened satellite voting sites to help accommodate the thousands of people casting absentee ballots ahead of next week's election. But Missouri law does not require those locations to offer curbside voting for people with disabilities, frustrating some local voters and advocates. Eric Fay is the Democratic Director of Elections for St. Louis County. He says Missouri law only calls for curbside voting to be available at polling places, not satellite locations.
1: Even though people are voting in-person absentee, it's technically not a polling place uh, under the law.
0: People who want to cast curbside absentee ballots before Election Day can do so at their county board of election headquarters. The International Institute of St. Louis is launching pop-up dinners to support immigrant and refugee catering businesses hit hard by the pandemic. Every other Wednesday, starting next week, the organization will host caterers specializing in Egyptian, Bosnian, and other types of cuisine and help them offer food for pickup. Program organizer Christina Jolfs says it's a way to help support caterers during a time when many people are canceling or delaying events.
2: So by having these pop-up dinners, it's a way to have an option for them to serve their food, promote their business, but also do it in a way that is safe for everyone involved, the consumer and the uh, refugee business
0: owner. Jolfs says customers can order the $20 dinner online and pick it up at their office in the Tower Grove East neighborhood. All of the participating caterers worked with the Institute to get their business off the ground after settling in St. Louis. Missouri Governor Mike Parson moved into the office after the resignation of Eric Greitens in 2018. Parson's tenure has been dominated by a global pandemic. St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll spoke to the governor about the race against State Auditor Nicole Galloway and why he says Missouri needs a full four-year term of his administration.
2: Parson is 65, and he's been in Missouri politics since he was elected to the House in 2005. He moved over to the Senate, and then in 2016, the Republican briefly ran for the governorship, but instead became the lieutenant governor. Parson says he wants a shot at a full term leading the state.
1: I don't need any more titles. I really want to make this state better for the people that live here.
2: Parson was able to hang his hat on low unemployment and a strong economy, but that all came to a screeching halt with the coronavirus. Parson was one of the last governors to issue a statewide stay-at-home order, and he let most businesses stay open leaving decisions up to local governments.
1: I've been pretty open about that the entire time, how how diverse our state was. And it's gonna be affected at different times. And that's why I think it was important to leave it up to local, just like the school systems that we did. But but when you talk statewide mandates, the vaccine's gonna be here in 90 days. Do we really want the governor of the state of Missouri to say every man, woman, and child take a vaccine in the state of Missouri?
2: Missouri is 22nd in the nation for per capita infection rates overall. And in the past week, eighth for the number of deaths. Parson's response has been criticized, especially not issuing a statewide mask mandate, even though the White House Coronavirus Task Force urged him to do so. And he rarely wore one himself.
1: Today, we're talking about a mask. We've been talking about a mask for months, and it's almost become a political issue. We all know that.
2: Parson has said wearing a mask, social distancing, and washing hands all must be done. And it comes down to personal responsibility, not government mandates. Parson also pumped $15 million of federal funding into marketing for tourism in July as thousands of Missourians were still being infected. But he's standing behind his decisions, pointing to signs of economic recovery, like the state being 12th in the nation for job recovery and consumer spending reaching pre-virus levels in August.
1: Of the historic 346,000 jobs lost due to COVID-19, we have now recovered over 200,000 Missouri recently scored the highest in the nation in the Business Conditions Index, which measures employer confidence in the economy over the next three to six months.
2: He and his wife contracted coronavirus. Parson was asymptomatic, and the first lady only had mild symptoms. About 3,000 Missourians have died, and thousands more were hospitalized. But hundreds of thousands were just like Parson and his wife.
1: Everybody needs to understand that, that everybody doesn't sure have to live in fear. You have to live in concern, but you don't have to live in fear of it.
2: In addition to the virus, Parson has had to face a spike in violent crime, particularly in St. Louis and Kansas City. The former sheriff has tried to implement more tough on crime policies, all while the entire country is reeling from protests after the killing of George Floyd. Parson signed an omnibus crime bill this summer that includes harsher punishments for violent crime. And while the majority of his agenda for the special legislative session this year was rejected by the Republican-led legislature, they did approve a witness protection program and eliminated residency rules for police officers in St. Louis.
1: So, a lot of work to still be done, but I definitely think we're moving in the right direction.
2: He opposed discussing police reform in that special session, something both Democrats and Republicans said was necessary. He wants it discussed in a general session instead. Parson typically offers unwavering support for law enforcement. But he recently said systemic racism is a problem and police reform is a good idea.
1: When you put that badge on and you take that oath on, you should be held to a higher standard, period. If you kill somebody because of what action you took or you didn't do whatever thing you could to protect somebody, then you ought to be held accountable. I I think you're gonna see those policies change. And I think the one thing I do have is that experience to know really what makes a difference.
2: The race against Galloway is one of the few competitive gubernatorial races in the country. Though most, if not all, polls show Parson is leading. If elected, he'll be eligible to serve until 2025. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom. This has been The Gateway.